Hey everyone, today's episode is about the female menstrual cycle, or periods. We sit down with two great guests who share their knowledge and personal experience about periods, as Jamil sits and listens in with curiosity. Personally, this episode has helped me appreciate my cycle, and I hope it's as eye-opening for you. Enjoy! All right, so uh, if our wonderful guests could please introduce themselves, just so the listeners know who is here with us today. Uh, hi, I'm Dina, and I uh, I work with kids and with women around issues of positive body image, understanding our bodies, communicating, learning to listen to our bodies. And the work that I do with women and with adolescent girls is around reclaiming menstruation, understanding our cycle in a positive way, and kind of creating a new dialogue that supports girls and women in having healthy body image, feeling that their cycle is something that is empowering rather than what society wants us to believe, which is, you know, shaming and disempowering. Mm -hmm. That's me. That's really a tough act to follow. (laughs) 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 And on the other hand, we got... (laughs) My name is Melda and I struggle with my periods. (laughs) And that's why I'm here. I have so many disgusting stories to share. (laughs) (laughs) Good, and that qualifies you to be be here. Okay, thank you, Dina and Melda. And I'm Jamil, here, learning about periods. If you're a guy, listen in. It's interesting. So let's talk about periods, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Jimmy, this must be awkward for you, right? Yeah. 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 But to be honest, I have beaten the awkwardness throughout the week because every woman I meet and see, I've been asking (laughs) her, hey, so tell me about your period. What happened with... Totally not so creepy. creepy. Yeah. <laughs> he asked his sister. Yeah, I actually asked my sister. That's awesome. But she was so open to talk about it. She wasn't awkward. She wasn't none of that. Because women aren't awkward about it. Like, it's part of our life. Men are awkward about it. I was awkward about it, to be honest, for a very long time. I just would refuse to talk about it. Why? I don't know. I think it was like growing up, you... you wow, I'm already into this. Like, <laughs> you know... you you sort of learn that it's you know it's uh, it's unclean it's unhygienic mm. it's dirty it's disgusting all of that like it's a bit personal so you don't want to tread in these waters so like i wouldn't want to talk about it but yeah now it's fine so not even with <laughs> like your girlfriends nothing no one oh not my even gosh. my sister not my mom wow. and now yeah. you're at a podcast talking exactly <laughs> about that <laughs> exactly active activism yeah. let's talk about periods more Mm. amazing (laughs) i agree yeah super important i think i think also i mean for me it was it was something that culturally is not really acceptable and i think there's just so much shame around periods from the social cultural kind of conditioning that we're raised with and then you don't really uh, yeah you don't you don't really consciously realize how much that kind of you know weighs on you as a woman because you're constantly hiding it but then, you know, there's some spaces that you talk about it. You talk about it with your girlfriends or you talk with your mom or... Mm. But certainly with... Uh, for me, the biggest thing was around men or boys or, you know, in school. It was like, 
hide 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 oh my god like mm-hmm. it really is it's like this weird like female culture that we live in that like oh you know it's just it's like so your strange. pad shouldn't show in your bag like hide yeah. it really well like i remember in class if one like one of the girls wanted a pad like we'd find ways to like just pass it around and if it shows like, because you know like the covers are usually i don't know if you know this Jamil, but you know the covers are they're always wrapped with really bright colors like either yeah. bright pink or bright purple or blue which i always wonder why they've done this I don't know if you guys ever thought about it. Like, yeah, they've I always picked the brightest colors to wrap the pads in. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah. But, you know, like, going back to what you were saying, like, you, you have that freedom or security to talk about with your mom. But I found, like, in some, t- in some cases, talking about it with our friends now, recently, and I realized a lot, a lot of the girls wouldn't be able to talk about it at home because the mothers didn't want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. like, even at home, it wasn't very welcome or very, o- like, an open space to talk about these. So, it's a trickle-down effect. The mother doesn't talk about it. Therefore, the children don't talk mm, about it. Yeah. And then they don't talk about it to their children. And then their children's children don't talk about it. Okay. It could go on forever, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, really? Or we yeah. can stop now and just, you know, change so, the way things happen. It's a Russian doll situation. Russian. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, I think it's also just, I mean, from the generations, you know, like my grandma and my mom and like what you're saying, it's it's something that we there's not an open, healthy dialogue about menstruation. There's it's not it's not something that's safe to talk about or open to talk about. You know, it's like another kind of thing is like deodorant, for example, you know, when you're when girls are or boys, girls and boys are hitting puberty, you know, you start using deodorant and that's a bit more normalized, you know, and there's still like stigma around, you know, body odor and stuff mm. like that. But with periods, it's a complete um you know, it's something that's totally relegated to, you know, quiet, privacy, secrecy, uh, hiding. Um, and then also there's just so much associated with menstrual blood, you know, like it's disgusting, it's dirty, it smells, it's like it's going to stink, it's going to stain. It's like there's all these things which are just not even really true. Yeah. And and also it's it's yeah it's like a fixation on menstrual blood like blood is okay like you know you watch movies there's killing there's fighting you watch like documentaries you watch the news blood is like everywhere on tv but like menstrual blood is an issue you know like something else even in the period commercials you see (laughs) like a pad and they don't even use blood they use like a blue liquid to show you god forbid this is the blood But, you know, it's just it's just ridiculous. It's like complete. And, and, and yet, like more than half of the world is menstruating at some point. And they're, you know, <laughs> yeah. like the population <laughs> of the world is going to experience menstruation. Your mother, your sister, your grandmother, like it's just the most normal thing, mm. you know. And even if you have pets, like animals have their periods, you know, yeah. so you would even see it. Whoa. But it's yeah. For animals real. have periods. Yeah. yeah of course, course. I actually did not know that. <laughs> <laughs> edit really this out now <laughs> get a dog <laughs> yeah we don't have animals actually we don't have pets at home my mom is very allergic um but yeah true i never mm. thought of that that yeah. animals would have that yeah and they wear pampers you can buy specific pampers for them so that they don't get the blood on any of your furniture really actually. yes <laughs> But yeah, that's so funny. What's up with that blue blue water they use in the commercial? It's like, what color are men comfortable seeing? Yeah. <laughs> so we don't offend them, mm-hmm. like in a commercial. But you know something? Mm-hmm. I was thinking about this a lot. I don't think men understand what a period is. Like talking to Jamil or talking to other boys, 
they don't i think the whole disgust and the like the detail comes more from women and the uncomfort men don't know what goes on in your underwear like mm. on the pad you know what i mean like we know that that really nasty day like the second day of your period <laughs> when it's just like waterfalls and you hate your life like yeah. men don't know that so i really wonder if what are men comfortable with if they don't know what it is do you know what i'm trying to say is it, are you trying to say like it's partly us as well yeah. like we're the ones projecting this yes I mean, it's very difficult for me as a man to put myself in your shoes. Like, I don't know what exactly how it must feel. I can try and imagine, like, yeah, if there was blood coming out from there and I'm wearing a pad and I'm like in a meeting, for example, yeah. I'm just going to be like, oh, this is so uncomfortable. Yeah. Get me yeah. out of here. Definitely. Uncomfortable. But really, I can't put myself in your shoes. I don't know what that feels like. Um, I, c- I could possibly share a story that... Mm. That might help you understand how I felt, at least, you know, in a situation, which is like when I first got my period. First time you ever got your period. First time I ever got my period. I was 12 years old and I was at home and I have three siblings, three brothers, uh, two older, one younger. So I was at home and then obviously I go to the bathroom. I find something on my underwear and then I go, okay, this is probably it. This is probably what a period is. So then I walk up to my mom and I tell her, I think I got my period. My dad wasn't there. Like he was at work or something. So my mom, like she made it seem like something really secretive was happening like something that like my brothers couldn't know about nobody was allowed to talk about like she even took me into the bathroom and she locked the door (laughs) in the bathroom (laughs) it was just me and her and she started like talking to me about periods and she took out the pads obviously i knew like at that age with like sex ed at school and stuff like that Mm. um and then she was like telling me use this pad and you know like she's explaining to me the process and just her reaction it made me scared. Like, I, I felt scared. Like, oh my gosh, what is this thing that's happening to my body that's so scary that we have to go in the bathroom and lock the door to be able to discuss? And then immediately after, we walk out of the bathroom, casually. <laughs> oh no, nothing happened, nothing happened. We're just having a chat in the bathroom. And then my <laughs> brothers, all three of them, they're, we're sitting in front of the TV and I don't know, they're playing PlayStation or they're arguing or fighting and punch, I don't know, punching each other, whatever boys do. And then I just sat there with them and I thought to myself, oh my gosh, they don't know what just happened to me. <laughs> like, they don't know that now I'm never going to be the same. <laughs> like, in my head, like as a 12 year old, like, now I'm a different person and I can't go back to who I was. And for them, their life is so easy. They don't have to look at them, look at them. Like, in my head, I just dramatize it so much. And I was just. I was just so scared of like what's going to happen after this and it was really scary. It wasn't like a fun experience for me whatsoever. And like my mom's reaction is what totally spun the situation out of control. Which yeah, generations sort of overshadows every time you're ever gonna get your period. It's yeah. never fun anyway. It's never <laughs> fun, yes. Seriously, it was definitely letting me know how it was gonna go. You don't expect anything better than this. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um But it's so true about the secrecy because I remember when my sister got her period we wouldn't talk about it at home, like between my sister and myself and my mom. We'd always nickname it as someone's visiting. 
Yeah, uh-huh. and this is like really common. Uh, I remember even my friends, their families, they would call it Tantros. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. Like, Tantros is visiting now. <laughs> it is so weird. <laughs> it's like. Oh man, if I was in that family, I'd be like, Tantros? Enta Tantros jai? Tantros? Who's this Tantros that keeps visiting us? Yeah, and cancelling last second. I wish she cancelled. Because she never actually comes. Yeah, or even in Arabic, they would say like, Jayita. Oh yeah, Like, it's just so like mysterious. Like, you can't even say the word. It has cometh to her. Yes, yeah. It has come to her. It has arrived. Such a strange It's like you concept. call it it, you know, you don't call it by its name. Mm-hmm. What a well, world. It's a female, actually, Jaita. Miss Jaiha. Jaita. She is coming. Yeah, she is coming, so she's a female. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, see? <laughs> Women's empowerment. <laughs> <laughs> in my culture, we call it like you're in your time. You're in your time. So mm-hmm. it's like I'm in uh-huh. my time. I mean, I, I'm translating it from English, but... Yeah, so that's how we refer to it. So yeah, for sure, we don't even really, you know, t- say like I'm on my period or I have my period. Mm. Or and that's from like that. Urdu. Um, that's from well, it's from Gujarati, so it's from actually South India, okay. like the Indian culture. Yeah, and it's it's really interesting because it, what you're saying about men, I think like men have they they can only know what they are told, right? So it's like where men or boys get their information, it's from the media mainly and from other women. And either way, it's it's like the messaging is very consistent with like it's disgusting and it's painful and it's horrible and it's torture and it's dirty and it's whatever all of that is. So like for you guys, that's so then, you know, like if you like when like when I, I remember one of my boyfriends would be like, oh, my God, ah, and I'm like, it's not like relax, mm-hmm. like it's not going to like <laughs> jump into your throat, you know, like just relax. <laughs> it's not going to like be splattered all over, you know, like what like what do you think? it? You know, yeah. it's just the whole it requires demystification a little bit, yeah. you know, because it's not... It's the unknown. Yeah, it's the unknown. And, it, and, and there's no education really given to boys. Yeah. Or Other than like Hollywood movies. Exactly. And like f- in my head, in my head for the longest time, it was like, oh yeah, they wake up and there's like pool of blood yeah. on the bed. Yeah. But I'm sure it's not like that. No, it's Is not. Is it like that? No. Not, not unless you're really careless. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it's not like that. Yeah. And I mean, I want to say something about, I mean, for me, my my journey about my period was initially, like, I, I got it really early. So you said 12. I got it when I was 10. So I was like mm, super oh early God. bloomer. Yeah, me too. And all my friends were like, you know, baby bodies. And I was like voluptuous lady mm. body and had my period when I was 10. And I was like traumatized and just like felt like a big elephant. And and then I actually had like a lot of hormonal issues. And so for me, I really love getting my period. It's like a mm, celebration yes, to yes. get it regularly, to get it every month. And um, I mean, I've, I've really taken a lot of time to consciously build a relationship with my menstrual blood and with the just the power of it and and the whole the way that a lot of ancient traditions have revered and regarded the blood you know like in ancient india in ancient china like they really believe that a woman's blood holds a lot of power a lot of nutrients i mean if you just think about it it's like all the nutrients that a little you embryo will need to turn into a Mm. baby you know so it's like super rich in potassium and iron and magnesium and calcium and like all these amazing things so it is actually it's actually really 
fertile and and you know it's not it's not dirty and it's not actually like you know something to like be discarded it's you know there's a lot of women that i know now including myself who we actually collect our blood and we like water the plants with it and like compost with it wow yeah how does it impact Mm -hmm. how does it impact the plants because i've heard a lot of well it's essentially giving a lot of nutrients to the plants it's like it's like you're you you put like ingredients in in like the soil to fertilize it like Mm -hmm. some people use like crushed eggshells or coffee grinds are really good so menstrual blood is another one of those things that can really enrich the soil i have no idea um isn't that like in in, in line with how periods were treated probably like in ancient times when women yeah. used to go out into the fields and just allow the blood to go into the crops. And yes, it is. That That's exactly. That, that was a thing that in was ancient times? <laughs> when they get yes, their moon, moon yeah. time. Before technology, before electricity, before pre-industrial, um, before cities, uh, women actually, like when it was like kind of tribal living, women would be all in sync with the moon. So before technology kind of interrupted our cycles, um, we all used to actually bleed with the new moon. So when there's a dark moon or no moon in the sky, it's called a new moon. So all the women would bleed at the same time. And what would happen, like just in, if you can imagine like a tribal village setting, they actually would have a very large red tent in the center where all the women would go in for like that week or those several, you know, few days. And they would they would actually bleed into the ground together. They would be just in the tent. And so um, and then the men would be around protecting them because of the smell of blood would potentially attract, you know, predator, predatory animals and that kind of stuff. So that was that's like the history of of how it was treated and how it was regarded in ancient times, the blood. And it was like a superpower time for women because I they love say that. Yeah, they say that you're like really in touch with your intuition and your wisdom and and just this whole idea of women gathering together. And over time with patriarchy, with, you know, industrialization, with technology, with all the all of what all that brings, it's some it's changed and it's shifted into something that is, you know, considered like in my religion, in my culture, I'm Zoroastrian. We like it's it is considered um, now in the modern day interpretations to be like, you know, if you're, if you have your period, you can't go to like, you know, ceremonial events, you can't go to funerals, you can't go to like weddings. Like it's like bad luck. It's this, it's that. And they, um, you know, they believe like women should be isolated or kind of removed from like the daily kind of things. And, and, and they say like, Oh, it's always been done. Women have always been like isolated and removed, but actually that historically it, it, that was because they all bled together and they had a spare like a spot where they it sounds did that. like a fun ritual you know yeah we should do it. it is we should i mean there are a lot of people who do it in dubai a lot of women are doing it in dubai and i mean more so in the west now but we have there are a lot of women who how do, do you how do the women get themselves to have their periods at the same time so I think it works through pheromones. So like like the the like smelling it's actually literally through the like your scent. Like as a woman, like when you're around women, you tend to start sinking together and it's predominantly through pheromones and scent that we actually start sinking um our periods all together. Mm-hmm. So so just by like hanging out with yeah, each other? Yeah, just by being like like I I w- like if I live with some of my friends for like, you know, 3-4 months, eventually our cycle will start to kind of coincide yeah Yeah. for sure yeah so it's uh it's a really interesting thing and it it happens i mean in school and when i was in high school it used to happen to me and some of my friends we would sync up um, our cycles i i really like the syncing idea because Mm -hmm. it makes me feel like 
your body recognizes that you're close to somebody you know your mm. body like can you know it's it's just like it's physical as well as emotional it makes me it makes me happy when i get my period at the same time as somebody else yeah it's it's i guess it's proving that there's some hidden connection that's ha- going on between like multiple human beings Unless you're like in a jail cell and you hate like the person with you, but then still you have to think. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you still think even yeah, if you hate it, them? Yeah, you uh, still uh, think. Shit. You still think. <laughs> <laughs> but um, speaking of like totally being isolated from society, I do, I do remember like stories and things that my grandma would say, or or I'd hear uh, my mom mentioning that like women who had their period for example if you had your period you wouldn't even go into the kitchen and i remember like when i dug deeper as in like why why wouldn't you go in the kitchen like you're not gonna bleed all over like what's going on there and then she's like oh it's because i don't know if this is the the thought behind it or if there's any science if you go to the kitchen whatever produce in the kitchen will rot faster have you ever heard this no But I, I've heard of a Japanese sushi chef thing where women who are menstruating aren't allowed to touch the sushi with their hands because whatever, I don't know what you call it, like so, sort of reacts with the fish. And there is like an Islamic concept also that if you are menstruating, you're not allowed to touch the Quran. And then I remember when I did dig deeper, it's that same concept of hands and oils and something like that i'm not an expert on religion but just sharing mm-hmm. what i know yeah. please don't hate me <laughs> <laughs> i wonder if me. that's yeah. written in the quran or like a hadith or just the shape also because you can't pray right when you have your period you're deemed like you cannot have like wudu or be in a cleansed state oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. therefore uh yeah so you can't pray and you can't read the quran which i mean on the other end of it is like a time to do some self-reflection not mm-hmm. necessarily like i know people use it as like a negative like oh women can't even pray at that time but no it's a time to like self-reflect and um have more time to yourself really that's the way i look at it personally that's a great way to look at which it. is really important <laughs> when you have your period it is like i absolutely. can't stress enough how like in today's modern world like takes away from really enjoying your period mm-hmm. and like i don't know t- do you guys ever feel that crazy stress oh, i'm sure. about to explode on the first day of period mm-hmm. for sure i think it's like your body is automatically telling you to slow down and like go inwards and just like even even with like pms and like cramping and all these kinds of things like it's those are all symptoms of your body telling you to slow down because you're not actually taking that time in this you know in this cycle in the time of month to slow down so it's it's um like i will like cancel all my things or like keep that week free as much as i can because i know it's just my time for me it's like self-care self-reflection introspection and um like spiritually they say that's like the time when a woman is like most clear to like receive guidance and have visions and like you can tap into your dreams and Definitely. and it's yeah it's it's just a beautiful time to be with yourself and what i notice is that when i really honor that time each month like the rest of the month the rest of like the next 
next few weeks are just incredible. They're just flowing. I'm thriving with energy. I because I, I got that me time and I got that and I gave my body that time and space that she needed. Mm. So it's a really beautiful you know way to kind of look at it if you if you want to build a connection. Definitely. And don't you feel like more creative? Is it is yeah. that just me? Mm-hmm. Anybody? No. At all, <laughs> I hate my periods. No, I, no, I'm not <laughs> saying the first two days. I'd say like around the time when your period's wrapping up, like I get this like excited, creative energy. I uh-huh. feel if I'm not like super stressed when I have my period, um, I I get this like wake up with excitement feeling. Like um, isn't I'm it rejuvenated. also tied to your hormones? So now your hormones are sort of stabilizing, maybe. Yeah, yeah, because sure. you're 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 building up more estrogen as you come out of the period. Starts estrogen starts to build up, so um, there are like four distinct phases um, in a woman's cycle in every month that we go through, and there are certain phases that produce certain hormones and activate the brain in certain ways, which do lend itself to more creativity, more productivity. Um, like as you're kind of the the week after your period, you're like as the week is going on, your energy levels are rising. You're able oh, to like handle sure. more. And and so it's like it's it's literally a cycle like there's like rhythms that you know our body is taking us on and if we know that it's, it's something that I, I i i teach young girls like adolescent girls about it's hormonal literacy and it's understanding what do the hormones do how do they function what do they do in our body and and what that means for us like how that you know there in in some of the weeks you're like a better communicator and you're like able to articulate yourself and in other weeks like when you're ovulating you're super juicy and attractive and like you're glowing you know even if you just came out of like a sweaty gym or something you're still it's just it's just it's literally the hormones so um i think understanding that and and educating ourselves and our, our daughters you know the girls around it is like hugely empowering because it's like okay I understand what's happening it's not just this horrible like curse of hell of pain and you know whatever we perceive it as it's actually like there's there's like a real science and an art to yeah. to, to being a woman mm-hmm. and it's amazing you have to learn to like ride the wave almost yes. yeah I like what you had to say about um, like creating a connection between you and your period because it's happening either way so might as well yeah have a good Mm -hmm. effect on yourself because of it but it's so i mean it's challenging when you're in a society that's constantly telling you to ignore it carry on with your life hide it hide it don't talk about it don't Mm. mention it like you know yeah what okay so i have a question um at work let's say you're working and you have your period what are your thoughts about your job like do you take leave days? Do you force oh, yourself wish. to go? I think they should give us one day off every month. Yeah, just I mean, for that the, sounds, yeah, that that sounds, period day. That sounds, really that sounds logical. Don't want to leave the bed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, unfortunately, the society that we live in is very, very um, structured around productivity and um, taking, uh, yeah, efficiency, profit, all that. It's, it's profit. It's not people, right? So uh, a lot of issues that that kind of are women's issues actually like childcare and menstruation and you know things that we we experience because of our bodies are are sort of not really validated or given importance zero um yeah i would for me personally what i do is i can't take days off sadly but what i do is i i just slow myself down a lot you know Mm -hmm. i just i just try to clear 
my calendar or organize like postpone meetings for the next week when I know I'm going to have more energy because that's when your um, estrogen's rising. I also I also like drink like herbal teas and I'll just you know I'll I'll, I'll also like indulge in some extra chocolate and it's just like little subtle ways to just take care of yourself and and walk slower, drive slower, like leave earlier so I have more time to drive and not like rushing like a crazy person. I love it. It's oh like man, the, I want to have I want to have a period, period now. Right? Trust me, you yeah, don't because <laughs> some days you just can't. Like I had I had this scenario happen to me. I had a meeting. It was the second day of my period, which is like the worst for me. Mm-hmm. So I have the meeting in the morning. I leave my house. So there are a few things that girls do as tips and tricks whenever you have your period. First, depending on your flow. So you have to like either like do a double underwear sort of thing or you wear dark mm. pants or you get a jacket with you just in case. Anything just happens. in case. <laughs> so at that point... I don't know why I thought everything was under control and I was wearing these striped pants, so black and white pants, and I'm driving towards my client's office and it hits and it leaks and it leaks and it leaks in the car and it was a hot day. And you oh know, like, gosh, hot and just you feel disgusting. it dripping? Yes. Summer so, in Dubai. Yes. Oh my God. So I park and as soon as you stand, it just falls like drops like, like waterfalls like, like this like yeah like it drips like oh. everything yeah. just goes down not like a con- consistent waterfall that's never ending but it, there okay is. Yeah. yeah maybe literally, that effect was too much for like like three <laughs> seconds it'll be like yeah <laughs> yeah uh, yeah not <laughs> no not like <laughs> crushing niagara falls yeah, situation yeah. <laughs> but it's funny because like among girls we always say oh waterfall waterfall you know every time you sneeze every time you laugh you know there's a waterfall so anyway i get out of the car and then that happens and then it starts to leak outside of my underwear and i'm wearing white and black pants oh my gosh. right oh my god and <laughs> it's like five or ten minutes to my actually five minutes to my meeting and my pants are just soaked. So I ran to the bathroom and I'm like, I can't do anything. Like, I'm do here. Do you have anything with you? I don't have anything with me. Jacket? Shawl? I have a, sh- I have a jacket, okay, luckily. Okay. So, you know, I could either just cancel the meeting or I can just be resourceful because I've been doing this for the past 18 years. So anyway, I wash up in the toilet. I use the flush to wash up clean my pants they're fucking soaking wet sorry i'm swearing (laughs) i put the jacket on because it's not completely dry now and i put the jacket on jeans jacket so it's not even like properly tied you know it's just like oh so you wrap it around your waist yeah yeah just anything and i walk into the office and i look miserable i'm sweating my hair is all over the place i'm just tired i'm exhausted and i'm just soaked and i'm leaking and everything but you have to do it you know it's just the corporate world but what makes it even worse is that when you have to sit on a fucking couch and you're like, oh, my God, I'm going to stain this couch oh. right now. Yes. <laughs> but because yes. you have a jacket, you're like, OK, there's a possibility I'm not staining. But the entire time you're like, if I get up yeah. and there's a stain, it's going to be yes. so embarrassing. I hate my period. Dude, every time you stand up in a period, yes. you got to do the flick around you have to. to check if you've stained that and chair. And it's really funny case. that you do that to your, like you ask your husband or your boyfriend if you're with him, like, hey, can you look at my pants? Can you see if there's anything there? 
Chas, it becomes a thing. Like even when you're with your girlfriends, if you're standing, like, hey, can you check and see if there's anything there? It's like a constant worry. Mm. Wow. wow. <laughs> yeah, man. One time I was at the movies and I'm watching the movie. I don't know. Maybe I was like 16. I was com- I'm completely oblivious to the fact that I'm getting my period today or that I've gotten it. I don't know. I'm just like sitting there enjoying the movie and I get up and my friends are with me and I'm wearing like white I don't know, uh, like velour type. I don't know. My fashion was pretty out there. Okay, pants and a blue top and I have nothing. And nobody has anything. And I cannot explain to you the stain. It wasn't like a between your legs stain. It was like the entire butt in the back stain. Because I've been sitting like it drips back. It's nightmares. So then I'm like, how can I walk out of the theater? So wait until everybody leaves the theater. The Grand Cineplex, right? And then I remember that under my shirt, I'm wearing a white tank top. So I'm like, oh, thank God that I'm wearing a white tank top. So then I take off my shirt and use the shirt to wrap around my waist just so I can make it from the theater to the car and then just like run home and die in shame. (laughs) Gosh, it's so painful. Like something that a man never has to deal with. Yeah. Your body is just the same all the time? More or less. I just, There's no wave or I just anything? Try, I just try not to shit myself. <laughs> most of the time, that's all I do. <laughs> For the next four minutes, please enjoy this beautiful and relevant poem by Dina Dedachanji. The Woman's Blood I Bleed I bleed red, brown, and burgundy, each stain a reminder of my femininity, conditioned by a materialistic society, plastic packaged to penetrate my psyche. All this to make me feel shame and disgust as I insert a toxic tampon to hide my blood. I bleed. Like 55% of the world's population, I bleed monthly. Wetness between my thighs, three days, four days, sometimes five. A reminder recalibrated to shame me, to degrade and pain me, to poison and pollute me, to silence me and hold me down. When nothing can be further from the truth. There was a time... There was a time before cell phones and cities invaded our psyches, a time when women walked free. Upon the lands we gathered monthly, in red tents under a dark moon, and all at the same time, planned by forces divine, we bled into the earth together. So long ago this was, how can it be true? A history kept from me, a story hidden from you disconnected from each other, torn from the cycles of our mother, the earth and her wisdom packaged into a system, so we stuff a tampon up and we swallow a pill down, consumed by comparison, preoccupied by competition, seeking our power in external recognition. But there was a time... There was a time when the blood that flowed between our thighs was revered. 
revered for its iron and potassium, its calcium and magnesium, when fields were plowed and crops were raised because they were watered by the woman's blood, a sacred blood baked into the bread, and then to the men it was fed to cure sickness and disease, to heal conflict and bring peace, our sacred blood, revered as it was meant to be. Sisters, too long it has been carrying the shame of menstruation, a stain to hide, a cross to bear. Too long it has been that we medicate our systems to separate and control these cosmic rhythms intended to connect us with each other intended to connect us to our mother, to unlock our divine power. Too long it has been. I smell it in the air and I feel it in my skin. The divine feminine calling us to awaken. A fire inside of us is fanned brighter each day with a power that ushers in a new way. Sisters, gather, come together, collect yourselves and hold each other. Our calling is to connect inside, to feel our animal skin is the only way we will survive. Come out from your hiding places and breathe into the night sky. Gather the moon's wisdom and see what strength resides. Instead of praying for a goddess, look inside. Our blood connects us each to one another, unites us in flow with our Divine Mother. No more plastic and silence, no more disgust and pain. Now is the time to celebrate. Watch your blood and feel her flow. Connect with the wisdoms our ancestors show. Feel your power deep within. This is the only way for a new world to begin. Is today a full moon? Is um, it? Tomorrow's the full moon. Okay. okay. No, no it's wonder. a full moon eclipse. Well, how are you oh, girls feeling? Yes, it's an eclipse. It's a very, it's a very powerful full moon tomorrow. Oh um, my god! Yeah, it's really um, gonna apparently. Well, probably already started because uh, they the full moon has and like the energetic or the cos cosmological effect of it is a couple days before and a couple days after as well. It's supposed to be uh, bringing up kind of your old sort of patterns and things from since from 2017 until now so it's like a couple of years of things that have been trying to shift and haven't been shifting and this is like a really good opportunity to kind of take stock of the things that are not serving us and you know actively make an intention to let it go mm-hmm Dina, you're uh, mm, appalling yeah. that period knowledge. I'm learning so much. Yeah, guys. I mean, this is it's it's very. We important. have really good guests <laughs> yeah. for this topic. We have done our research well. You by have, luck, you have. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Heard Dina tell a poem about periods once. She's in the show. <laughs> oh Turns out she's a, she's got a PhD. <laughs> Seriously, in mooning. In mooning? Like, you know, the moon. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but speaking of, I mean, since we're already talking about periods, I haven't had my period in a really long time. Well, honey, you just had a baby. I know, but like, I feel... I've I hope like, you haven't had your period in a really long time. I feel like, I feel disconnected. Like, I'm, like, n- we're talking about periods right now, and I'm, I don't even want to say it. It sounds crazy. 
I'm kind of missing my period right now. <laughs> it's been like nine months wow. and three weeks since I've had my period. Mm. So I miss my period. <laughs> Don't tell my period I said that. <laughs> she already heard you. <laughs> She'll come back with a vengeance. She's coming. <laughs> uh, I have a somewhat of an embarrassing story mm -hmm. uh, relating to periods. Uh, went on this uh, road trip once. And uh, <laughs> we were with a bunch of friends. There were like three girls and two guys. Uh, on this road trip, we went to a beach. And we were all swimming, except for one girl. And she was like wearing pants. And she's just like sitting around uh, where the sand is. And I'm like, hey, wh why don't you come and swim with us? And she's just like, oh, no, it's fine. I just want to hang out here. I'm not really into swimming today. I'm like, okay, cool. So we went swimming. We camped. Next day, went swimming again. She didn't swim. And I'm just like, why is she not like coming out and swimming What with a us? party pooper. <laughs> <laughs> and then I started thinking, I'm like, oh, she probably doesn't know how to swim. <laughs> the only <laughs> rational explanation. Honestly, only you would think this way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I was like, okay. So we finished the whole trip and went back home. And then I met up with her on a separate day. And I really wanted to, like, get into her. Because I was thinking of all the amazing things she's missing in her life. Like the ocean and the swimming in a lake and all these things. And I just spoke to her and I was like, "What? do, do you fear the ocean? Do you, are you afraid of water? Let's go to the beach one day and just go out swimming. It's really nice. I really opened up like that. And she was just like, what? where is this coming from? Why are you saying this? I'm like, well, we went on that road trip that was awesome. And you just didn't want to swim. I'd, what else could it be? <laughs> and she's just like, she basically gave up and was like, Jamil, I had my period. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot that happened. Oh, yeah. Alright. Oh, so you want to go to the beach or? <laughs> so cool now. A good day. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a good oh, day for cutie. the beach? <laughs> oh, you really took it on yourself to investigate the man, scenario. I really was. I was being very empathetic. I was like, man, she, she can't experience the ocean. <laughs> yeah, but realistically, though, if you have your period, you can go in the ocean, right? Oh yeah. Like, you're not going to bleed in water. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I think it depends on the woman and her flow and all yeah. of that. I mean, you, you could. Maybe I tried it once. But you know, if you come out of the water, mm. then it drips down your yeah. thighs. You get the waterfall effect. And then everyone effect. can see it. Mm. Yeah. Can you t what's, what's in the male psyche about periods? Like, do guys sit around ever mention periods? Like, what's going on there? <laughs> I don't think I've ever had a conversation about period with any guys. Like, I'm kind of ashamed to talk about it because I really never looked it up or nothing like that. Mm. So much so that I didn't realize the girl wasn't going into the ocean because she had her period. Like, you're so uh, oblivious to the yeah, idea. Yeah, I think, but also I don't want to, like, be the full representation of guys. I mean, I'm sure there are guys out there learning about it. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I, can't, I, can't I did a bad a job. I can't imagine periods. That. I can't imagine that. Why not? No, I can... Like, if it came across my mind for a reason, like, and I was, like, really curious about it, I mean, I think I should have. That's where my shame comes from. I think I should have been more curious about it as a younger man and looked it up, but I never did. 
the only thing uh, I was exposed to about periods is like whatever I saw in movies. Mm. It was just like women waking up and like blood all over the bed and you know crazy things happening. I know I know some fathers who whose daughters are now you know hitting puberty and menstruating and starting, and I think that they're more interested in understanding how to support their daughters and what it is and. I, I, I do know some men who are kind of looking into it to try to understand it from a more uh, a perspective that's more holistic, that's more open, where they, you know, their intention is to have like a good, trusting, safe space for their child if they have questions or and have and like try to normalize the conversation, essentially. I have a couple of questions about modern day tools. I don't know what what do they sell in the markets for you to use relating to your period? Like, what do you guys use? Tampons? Pads. Pads. Tampons. I think that's... Are there pills that you take and you skip your period? Yeah, I tried it. It was really bad. Yeah. Yeah, Wouldn't you just get, like, really bloated or something? I didn't get bloated, but I got super nauseous after three days and I stopped it. You can, I mean, you can take... There, there's definitely, like... um, certain birth control that you can take to skip your period in terms of tools for actual bleeding period um there's pads and tampons i mean if you go to try drums those are your options then there's also moon cups that have started coming out mm. moon cups oh, yeah. what yeah. is that so, yeah. so it's basically like a little <laughs> i like, see faces of like <laughs> <laughs> repulsiveness so um well it's, it's a little cup it's like um I, I, how, how can i describe it yeah, it's like, like a cup. coffee cup. Yeah, it's like it's like a like little cup, silicone, like a little yeah, right? like those little the little and it's made out of um either silicone or like natural rubber if you want a natural one. And what you do is you you pin you you squeeze it in half and then you kind of pinch it, you make it super small and then you actually insert it into your vagina and um and it kind of flops open and it it creates a cup and then it just collects the blood and then you can pull it out and then you actually can see your blood and that's how you can water the plants with your blood for example um so i used to use that before um i discovered cloth pads reusable cloth pads which i now use which are like these beautiful awesome cloth pads that this lady in dubai actually started she makes them and she sells them they're called rose pads um, and she has this amazing company called Women's Space where she really educates um, women and girls about menstruation and having um, building a relationship essentially with your body and with your cycle. Plug. Yeah. Yes, plug. Exactly. Womanspace.co. There's the plug. But yeah, anyways. Amazing. So nice. yeah. So those are really amazing because you can you're you're helping your the environment. You're not like wasting like yeah. there's like some ridiculous statistic that a woman uses like eighty thousand pads in her lifetime and they're like plastic disgusting and they're like end up in some landfill or in the ocean one woman yes one woman on average uses 70 to eighty thousand pads in her lifetime yeah imagine like per cycle you're probably using around 20 let's say 20 like every month 20 maybe yeah depending depending on your flow yeah oh wow i didn't know that many are used Mm -hmm. every time yeah Yeah, and then you have the carefree pads that you can use afterwards just for cleanliness like liners panty liners they're called yeah daily so panty liners panty liners so they're just i don't know i think it's just another thing to like make us buy more junk but yeah basically um so there's i mean essentially you're just wasting tons of plastic you're and also pads that you get in mainstream supermarkets like terrible brands which i will not 
name and shame right now. Go for uh, it. <laughs> go for it. <laughs> <laughs> Always pass. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but ba- I, I don't even know any of the brands because I don't use them anymore. But they have tons of chemicals in them. So they have like chemicals for like, like they have like, you know, chemicals that have perfume smells, chemicals for like absorbency. Um, there was like a study done in North America that found radon, which is a, a chemical that's in bug spray, is used in pads. And pad companies don't have to list the, the ingredients of their pads. They're not required by law. Like food products, you have to list your ingredients and yeah. all of it. In pads, you don't have to list it. So you don't even know what the hell is going in there. You don't know how it's been handled, how it's been packaged, and you're putting it on the one of the most intimate parts of your body you know yeah. where you're going important to important parts of your body. important intimate where you're going to like produce life you know and it's super Seriously. super sensitive area um like the most sensitive area potentially on any organism's body you know like is is the feminine like reproductive area it's it's just really crazy it's it's um it's really important for women to at least use organic um, like sanitary pads or sanitary like if they're using tampons and that's another option is organic. What's the name of your friend's thing? Um, uh, Her name is Vanessa and she runs womanspace.co and that is where you'll find all the information on reusable, eco-friendly, beautiful cloth pads. But even, even within the pads, like scope of pads, there's different there's like yes. nighttime, mm. heavy flow, you know. They have wings. Some of yeah, them have wings. wings and they can fly. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> and they all have this like blue thing in the middle, like this blue rectangle, like mm. where they put the blue. Where, where the all the gel mm-hmm. shit like, is. Yeah. yeah and like then where like, the period should technically fall. Oh, yeah. yeah like Target. Exactly. <laughs> Aim here. But it was <laughs> everywhere but there. Male <laughs> perspective. That's my target. <laughs> And then like, yeah, and then when your blood goes on it, then like, yeah, your blood's almost like in it. It becomes in it. It's weird. Well, it gets absorbed by the yeah. chemicals that are yeah. there for absorbency. And then there's like, I mean, it, it, when you start to use pads that don't have these chemicals, you realize like the smell of pads is actually because of the chemicals. I literally think that they put chemicals to make it smell bad. So you just keep changing your pads and using more and consuming more and buying Assholes. more. Because when you're like, like I use cloth pads, there's nothing on them. I, I wash them in my laundry. It's like, it's like underwear, you know, and I just use them and they, they have different sizes, different flows, all of it. And there's no chemicals on it. And you literally, I mean, there's no smell. There's no issue, you know, I mean, it just smells like blood, like regular ass blood, you know, <laughs> it's not like any funky thing. And the whole marketing, the whole advertising, it's really geared towards getting women to purchase more of this product. Damn them. Mm hmm corporations huh <laughs> in in my head like the most time when you're excited to get your period or at least like i mean that's a lot of females around me might be super excited to get their period would be like when everybody's fasting in mm. ramadan right oh, yeah. you get your period and <laughs> you're just like score yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like this crazy food binging scenario where you get the like like even if you're your not birthday. hungry you're yeah. just eating the entire day because you can <laughs> just because you can you're just eating and binging and enjoying it and it's like the secret club like it really becomes this like alter like on top of the fact that like having your period is secret now you have your period and you get to eat it's like <laughs> super secretive and exciting and yeah that's that's a fun part that's a fun part 
my my um my period my first period was was actually not so traumatizing as what you you shared earlier um i just i kind of just got it and we were going to go to the park uh, my family and i and i got it and then i went and told my mom and she gave me a pad and she'd already explained it to me beforehand thank god because i grew up in dubai where we did not have any education around it really mm-hmm. So if she hadn't told me, like a lot of my friends didn't know about it, you know, and like when I got it, I was early. I was super early because I was 10. So I didn't even know if they knew about periods, leave alone being like, I have my period, you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, But I just what I really remember from that first time was that um, when I like finally came out of the bathroom, my mom like sorted me out and I came out of the bathroom. And we went to the park and then that evening my dad gave me like an envelope with like a hundred dirhams and he was like, congratulations, (laughs) like you're a woman, you know, like, and it was so like, it's just stayed with me Mm -hmm. the whole, you know, the whole of my life that this was something. And I was like, oh, it's a, it's, I guess it's a big deal. I got a hundred, that time hundred dirhams was like, wow. I used to get like 10 dirhams for my pocket money. Okay. It was like (laughs) 10 dirhams a month. So the hundred dirhams, I was like, wow, this is. Something big, you know, so you and balled it's, uh, out like at the yeah. cafeteria the next day. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Shaikara. Extra pizza. Shaikara call me, girls. <laughs> and you have to hide why. Like, why? Oh, no reason. <laughs> Found it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it was, um, yeah, so it was really interesting. Um, I mean, I'm doing this work. I've talked to so many women, and there are so many stories that are, so I super feel like really blessed that this was the general reaction. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm taking notes. Yeah, no, I have like the worst uh, PMSing symptoms. I remember going to a gyno once. I think this was the worst. She's like, so I explained my symptoms to her. I'm like, please just give me anything because this is really severe. She's like, yeah, I know. Do you know that some girls actually commit suicide because of their PMS? Whoa. Oh my God. What? Oh my God. Yeah, seriously, why I've did she have that. to tell you that? Yeah, I'm like, I know, I can feel it. I need something. <laughs> what are So what are some of the symptoms that you feel? I think it's just the usual, but I feel like they're more intense. But it's interesting hearing Dina speak about it in that way and sort of made me want to reflect on how I approach or how mm-hmm. I perceive my period because I really went into it in a very maybe negative way. I'm always like stressed out about it. I don't know if, you know, it's one of those things that what came first? Is mm. it the hormone that came first and that affected the way that I perceive it? Or is it the way that I perceived it that affected, right. you know, mm. my yeah, yeah. my mood? Hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold on a second. Mm-hmm. After recording this episode, I've actually gone back and did some research And I was really, really curious about the whole women syncing up uh, with their periods. Yeah, I mean, we mentioned it in the episode. Yeah, women usually, if they're hanging out together, um, yeah, our periods slowly start syncing and we start getting our periods together. What's wrong with that? At the same time. Yeah, Yeah, so I I did like a quick Google search Uh and I opened up like six or seven links and I did some reading. A lot of people are saying that it's a myth. And I'm just putting myself here as like the devil's advocate. I'm not saying that I know for a fact that it exists or not. But I just want to bring it up and say that not it's not common knowledge. 
I was under the impression that it was common knowledge as we were recording. Okay, wait. It is. Hold on a second to you. <laughs> it is common knowledge amongst uh, females all over the world. This is something that all women know. And it is true because, you know, you, when you've actually lived the experience, it's different than like some scientist by the name of John Smith. You know, trying to discredit, you know, female sisterhood. Okay, I mean, this I've I've lived it. It's a serious. It's a real thing. Like when me and my mom travel together, mm-hmm. you know, our periods will sync. And when I don't see my mom, we don't have our period at the same time. It's something that I've lived. Same with friends. You know, if you have a college roommate, you have the same period together every single month. And when you're no longer together, like in the summer, your periods will slowly unsync. Okay, I have a sort of devil's advocate theory on Mm -hmm. this. Just the theory. I'm not saying that I know anything. Be careful what you say. (laughs) I'm treading on thin ice. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. This is is all we got, man. (laughs) This is us and our periods. You're going to take this away from us? But no, I was going to say that perhaps it might be When you're hanging out with the same person for a while, it just so happens that eventually you're gonna have a time where you both have your periods at the same time. Uh, You mean you're just like gonna slowly overlap as your days shift? Yeah, and when it happens, you're gonna start noticing when it happens, but every time it's not happening, you're not aware of it. It's, it's It's a bit like when... When you, when your friend has, a, for example, a Jeep and you've never looked twice at a Jeep on the road before, but now that your best friend has a Jeep, every time you're looking at the road, you're noticing every single Jeep and you mm-hmm. go like, oh my God, there's so, there are so many Jeeps in this country. But in fact, you weren't noticing them before. Okay. I get what you're saying. Mm. Um, but from personal experience, what actually happens is that, yes, for example, I start working with uh, a girl named Emily. Okay. Uh, and she has her period at the end of the month. I have it at the beginning of the month. And yes, by naturally, 28, 28 day cycle, somehow, slowly, our periods will start to come closer together. But the miracle happens <laughs> when you sync together you maintain the sink. The sink stays. Like, I, I mean, from my personal experience, yes, I remember it staying together. Um, there's been situations where like we unsync, for example, she's feeling like a lot of stress at home, then hers will come like a little bit earlier or I'm going through something, I have like a submission or something, so mine will come a little bit earlier. But yes, we transition into it, but then it maintains like it's... I don't know, Jameel, like you just, Mm. you just got to believe, man. (laughs) Blindly believe, please. (laughs) And don't open a can of worms. Yeah, seriously. Actually, (laughs) if there are any people listening, all my sisters out there, please, can you please reach out to us and agree or disagree? Mostly agree, really, um, that sinking is a thing and that you believe in it and you have gotten your periods together before. Well, you can do that by going on our Instagram or Facebook, preferably and Facebook, Mm -hmm. and voting in whether it does exist or not through the polls we're going to create on our pages. Yeah, so so share your opinion through the post 
or you know slide in the dm yeah. and give jamil a piece of your mind because he deserves it <laughs> <laughs> oh i hope i'm not gonna be hated by all females out there uh-huh. by the way i also mentioned this to like my mom and she was like طب طب شو هالهبل هذا؟ What the sinking thing? Yeah, she was like بلا sinking بلا هبل. No way! Oh my gosh, your mom. She's a traitor maybe. to all women. <laughs> maybe it's a Jill hamburger kind of thing. Yeah, maybe it is. Yeah. Anyway, so if you uh, like the episode, if you like what you're hearing, please always rate us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening into this amazing podcast remember five stars is what we like to see so go with the five star rating thank you guys for listening and we'll see you on the next one catch you on the flip side (laughs) see you on the next one question mark